You're listening to season five of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I am so delighted that you are here. I'm passionate about all things business, marketing, and celebrating the everyday. And I'm here to help you navigate the crossroads of life, business, and everything in between. I'm a small city mama who works from home and has been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years, switching up from event planning to marketing and social media consulting. Along with personally experiencing hardship in my own life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me for happy hour as I connect you with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business, sharing all the secrets on how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you are challenged and encouraged to work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Before I dive into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know how grateful I am for every single review that you leave on Apple Podcast and Google. With listeners from around the world, each review helps Celebrating Simple Life podcast get noticed and grows our listenership. A review only takes a minute. You can even press pause right now. Scroll down on the Apple Podcast home screen, click the star rating and write a quick review, or jump over to Google Celebrating Simple Life. And if you want to connect on conversations about the episodes and find out who future guests are, follow Celebrating Simple Life podcast on Instagram and click over to celebratingsimplelife.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter. I'm so delighted to have you with me today. Yes, you. The show is better because you are here. Before I dive in today's episode, I want to read an Apple podcast review from Fian. Kimberly has a passion and energy that you can tangibly feel throughout the podcast episodes. You will learn a lot, laugh a lot, and be inspired to grow in your business. Thank you so much, Fian, for leaving this beautiful review. Please send me a message to Celebrating Simple Life Podcast on Instagram for your special surprise from me. I want to let you know how grateful I am for every single review. With listeners from around the world, each review helps Celebrating Simple Life podcast get noticed and grows our listenership. A review only takes a minute. You can even press pause right now and scroll down on the Apple Podcast home screen, click the star rating, and write a quick review. And if you want to connect on conversations about the episodes and find out who future guests are, follow Celebrating Simple Life podcast on Instagram and click over to celebratingsimplelife.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter. Today on the Celebrating Simple Life podcast, we are starting a brand new series, Celebrating Your Truth. This month, we will be hearing stories from some incredible guests who are showing up in life by taking care of themselves and using their story to create change in the world. You are going to love hearing these stories and digging deep into your own life to reconnect with your why. We are kicking off with the new Celebrating Your Truth series today with Nimi Kellaway, owner of Hokaton. While sitting in a nutrition class about organic versus conventional farming, Minnie started thinking about what she puts into her own body and how synthetic fabrics are laced with formaldehyde, petroleum, and plastics, which is absorbing into our skin every night as we sleep. After making this connection between food and natural textiles, she discovered that only 1% of the world's cotton is grown using organic methods. 
After having her own health scare a few years ago, she was determined to bring the healthiest and safest bedding and linens to market. Inspired by nature, Hocaton is a mission-driven luxury home textile company selling 100% organic bedding, duvet covers, crib sheets, pillowcases, and a whole line of healthy sleep products. Tune in as we chat all about why conscious living is so important and what you can do today to live your best life and take care of the people around you. I'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to tell you a few details about the In Good Company Social Club. What exactly is the In Good Company Social Club? Well, this is a small group of supportive business partners that you never knew you always wanted. Through this intentional monthly virtual group, you will create a strategy, plan, and schedule your own social media in your business. Creating content to increase your presence in an authentic way while creating incredible impact on your business. You will not only gain clarity and the tools to start scheduling your social media in an efficient way, you'll have access to asking the questions, learning the best practices that are unique to your own business so that your business can thrive on social media. Watch how your social media content can transform with a fresh set of eyes, helping you create meaningful and powerful connections. You get a monthly Zoom meetup, an educational topic, connection with other business owners in a small group setting online, and a monthly plan for your social, all of your social questions answered. If you want to experience more joy and less stress in your business, if you are tired and overwhelmed and you crave the freedom to spend more time on the pieces of your business that really need you, you want a clear social media strategy to take your business to the next level, and you keep trying to do this on your own, but always end up back where you started, this is the place for you. Imagine if you could spend a couple hours a month and have your entire social strategy planned, organized, and scheduled. You were able to spend more time in the areas of your business that really needed you. You could even spend more time on taking care of yourself, your family, hobbies, self-care, travel. This is an accountability group who will understand you and your business and be a cheerleader for you. The In Good Company Social Club waitlist is open. Click through to Celebrating Simple Life in order to get yourself on the waitlist and get started in moving your business in a direction that you want it to go this year. Hello, Nimi. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I am so happy to have you on the show today. I know. I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. So many things. So many things to talk about. Yes. Especially because I now, because of being connected to you, get to have a beautiful night's sleep every night on my gorgeous sheets now that I've stumbled upon your amazing business. Oh, yes. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> right? Um, I would love to just, for my listeners who have maybe not heard um, about your luxury bedding company and your Canadian business, which is amazing, um, which is all over the world, but you are based in Canada, which is awesome. And I would love to hear your story. How does one start a luxury bedding company and where does this come from? I know it's great. I actually, even just you asking me that question, I just got goosebumps. Oh. Like, it's, I love it. it is because it, because it really is a story, you know, um, 
I never thought I was going to go down this path. I actually had a really big health scare. Mm. And so I started to question a lot of things. I started to question like what I was putting in my body to create like this environment that was hosting like, you know, or could have almost been hosting disease and that sort of thing um, and inflammation and all of that. So I was just really fascinated by food and what it did for me on a cellular level that I actually ended up going back to school for nutrition. Um, my background is, is in business, but I, you know, I, I was working in human resources. I was in that field for about 10 years. And then it was one day sitting in the office when I was just like hurled over. I couldn't even walk. I couldn't move. I was in so much pain. And anyways, you know, you go to the doctor for one thing and then they end up finding something else. And that's basically what ended up happening to me. And I was so um, intrigued about what was going on with our bodies. Um, then go, having gone back to school, I realized that like, wow, like food, um, what we put in our body, you know, not even just from food, but like topically. Yes. So like, um, makeup, skincare, lotions, perfumes, like all of that, what an impact it has um, on, on our body and, you know, on our, um, the, the level of like acidity that is happening in our bodies. And so when we dove in a little bit deeper in nutrition school, we started talking about textiles. And I was so blown away by the facts that, um, you know, that were presented to us that only 1% of the world's cotton today is produced organically, which means a hefty amount, like 99% is grown conventionally. So it is very heavily sprayed with pesticides um, and toxins um, and then and, and harmful chemicals. And then that product ends up going on to like textile workers. Um, that product then goes you know like the farmers are working with it but what was happening to these textile workers and farmers was that they were developing disease and cancers and um there were because of the harsh chemicals that they were working with and i thought to myself well geez like these products are coming to us because cotton doesn't grow here in, in edmonton alberta right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but cotton grows like, you know, it, it thrives in, in hot places, humid places. So it's coming from all over the world, um, whether it's in China, um, India, US, like uh, Peru, like the cotton can be grown in those climates, um, but then is coming to us as, as the end consumer. And just because you don't smell something or just because you don't see something, um, it doesn't mean that it is not affecting you. And it this material is going like directly on our skin. So I thought, well, I'm, we spend a third of our lives in bed. Yes. I was just third. talking to friends about this this week where we were like, we were talking about mattresses and bedding. I don't know oh. why we were talking about yeah. this, but the exact yeah. thing of like, we spend so much money on things that we use for a fraction of a second. And for some yeah. reason, our mattress, our bed, our bedding, the things that you're right, a third of our life. That is crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I think it's also because a lot of people think, oh, well, no one's going to see my bed. No right. one's going to like, you know, I'm not inviting. Well, maybe you're inviting people in here. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, no, like, I, I think it's like out of sight, out of mind. And so we just think that like, well, you know, I, I'm going on about my day. People are going to see my clothing. People are going to see my right. shoes. People are going to see that. 
um, but we're spending way more time sleeping. And why would you want to be sleeping in chemicals or something that is off-gassing, such as your mattress? And yeah, it's just, you're breathing all that in at night, right? So it's, it's, that- it's wild what it can do to us during, because during sleep, you are doing the most rejuvenating. Your body is doing the most recovering. It is cleansing. It is detoxing at night. And yet you're inhaling all these chemicals and taking it in through the skin. So that's where, that's where it all kind of transpired from because I started asking the question. That is such a brilliant point. I know. And I, you're totally right. And I don't know, as I get older, sleep just becomes more and more and more important in my life, right? You know, you're younger and you can just like get away with not necessarily sleeping as much. And I am nearly to the 40 year mark. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like one night of not good sleep. And it is days of recovery to try to figure this out. No. So yeah, my bed is one of my favorite places and I want it to be comfortable. And as it should be, it, it, it should be our sanctuary, you know, the place that we retreat to, to the end of the day, like after our long days, it should be the, the haven that we go to. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I do agree. Like we should be investing more in our homes, in our health, in our bedrooms, because that's where every a better night's sleep, you, you know, you're automatically the next day is just going to be that much better for you. Well, totally. And I am such, I've talked about this a lot on the show and other episodes, but I am so affected by my space and my surroundings. I, I can't work in like a cluttered environment or, or an environment that doesn't have good, like lighting. I need it to be light and airy and bright and all those things in order for me to feel like my mind can work. And I feel like that's the same in our room. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, how it is when you're like, whether you're in a hotel or whether you're sleeping over at like, maybe you're staying at a friend's place out of town for the weekend or in a bed that isn't your own. You can tell within 30 seconds of climbing into the bed, if this is going to be a good night's sleep. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that you, like, I feel like, I find it so interesting because I think that there's so many, there's so many things that we take for granted in um, like, oh, I need to make sure that this part of my life is healthy. And I need to make sure that this part of my life is healthy. But there's, I think so many things where we're just sort of like accustomed to messaging or things that we're hearing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. certain health things are like, well, yeah, of course, like, I would definitely never do that. Or I sure wouldn't do this. Or I of course do that. But then there's other things like bedding where I don't feel like that's like often maybe the messaging that we're hearing Mm -hmm. as much to be like with, when, when it comes to even the things like topical, like you were talking about of things that we're putting on our bodies, I feel like of course food and that kind of thing. Nutrition is just top of mind a lot because we need to eat to live, but I feel like you're absolutely right. I have a friend with an extreme, a dear friend with an extreme nut allergy. And I had no idea that there were certain products that she couldn't use because she had a nut allergy. You know, like I didn't realize that people with gluten allergies couldn't use certain things, you know, like I think you're right. Bringing more attention to the fact that 
obviously our skin absorbs. <laughs> so every yeah. single thing that's like touching or coming close to us is going into our bodies, just like what we put into our mouths to eat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, brilliant. It's so what would you, you make the connection? Yeah, well, it totally is. And so how did you then decide like from, from learning all of this, um, and going back to school for, to learn more about nutrition. And then like you mentioned, having your own health journey of figuring things that are going to work best for you in your life. I know for our family, my oldest daughter has cystic fibrosis. And so health and, um, wellness and what we do in our lives has a very different perspective since she was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. It's just a part of our everyday. And I don't think, I think sometimes you aren't really paying attention to these things as much until something, unfortunately, usually ends up being catastrophic that happens. And you're like, Oh wait, like I need to pay attention to this. Cause we have this idea that we're just like invincible or something and we can just do whatever we want and it's not going to catch up. Yeah. I I think we have that, but also we put a lot of trust into these companies and, Mm. and, and, and we don't think that they want to hurt us. And that's not always the case. They don't, they, there's a lot of companies out there that just the bottom line is what's important at the end of the day, no matter how it is that they get there, it's, it's the bottom line that's important, you know? Um, And so like, do we put the trust into, to them? because we think that like they have our you know best interest at heart no they don't always have our best interest at heart so you have to do the homework you have to do the research and we ourselves have to ask the questions and advocate for our own health you know Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely well and if you aren't sleeping well or if something isn't feeling right to just be like you know what that that's not like it doesn't have to be that way we can actually do something to 100% to, to get ourselves into that zone. Right. Like, uh, of course, if my, if my room was cluttered and everything was around, like I wouldn't be sleeping well either. Like we kind of have to figure out what, and some people can't, right. Like my daughter has no problem having laundry that needs to be folded, laying on her bed to go to sleep. (laughs) Right. Right. Whatever works, (laughs) whatever works for yourself, right. To figure out how and what is going to make you feel your best. And I think sometimes we're moving at such a fast pace in our day-to-day lives mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily actually press pause to figure out. Cause I think it can feel overwhelming, right? There's so mm-hmm. many things and I'll use the word should, cause I do mm-hmm. not like that word um, yeah. that we should be doing in our day-to-day. And I think the messaging just feels so bombarding sometimes of like, mm-hmm. eat this, not that, buy this, not that, touch this, not that. Like, it's just hard to kind of make that decision. But I think if we can just like press pause and take a step back every mm-hmm. once in a while and be like, okay, like what areas of my life are actually yeah. like not working or serving me right now? How yeah. could this be better? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and going back to like what you had asked even earlier, like about how did I go from like nutrition to, to diving into this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We literally just, um, after, after school and after graduating, I had just decided like, this is what really hit me the most when I was in class. And when I took the course too, I was basically taking it from my own knowledge. I wasn't Mm -hmm. taking it 
to think I was going to become a nutritionist. I really just wanted to go back to school to learn more because of what food did for my, me and my body and how I was able to reverse my precancerous cells. Mm -hmm. I was just really fascinated by it all. But what really struck a chord with me was the textiles because I was seeing that, well, making that connection that, okay, so these garment workers and textile workers are working with these fabrics that are heavily sprayed. If they're developing these illnesses, that product is coming to me as an end consumer. I'm wearing them. I'm going to bed in them. Um, I almost developed a really big, you know, scare there too, mm -hmm. health-wise. So could this be contributing to my health? You know, and so all of a sudden that was just one little tiny puzzle piece. And like you said, there's so many pieces of the puzzle, like from nutrition to working out to having the mindset, like all those things. Mm -hmm. And then this, the home piece and the sleeping piece was just the other part of the integrated lifestyle. And I started to like really question everything I was putting on my skin from makeup to like, yeah to clothing, if you could believe it or not, you know? So yeah, that's kind of where it started from. And then after finishing school, um, we actually met with our manufacturers. So we traveled pre-pandemic, obviously. Yes. We traveled everywhere. We went to, um, we went to India, we went to Spain, we went to Portugal, we um, questioned, you know, the manufacturers. We wanted to see for ourselves, how is um, cotton produced and the reason why we actually ended up going with cotton um, is because it's literally just a plant that's grown the bowl you know the cotton bowl is picked from the flower and then you know it's just woven like it's supernatural it's super clean like there's no synthetic crop in it mm -hmm. and um, it's not blended with anything you know it's just from mother nature you know this beautiful cotton plant from our earth and we saw that we saw the process of what it went through conventional cotton actually uses a way more water a lot more water than organically grown cotton and the manufacturer that we decided to go with they actually use um rainwater so it's like just recycled water that's going into like their system to use the water to to actually grow the cotton. So it's just amazing, like where, and it, it's it's more sustainable. It's, it's earth-friendly, planet-friendly. It's better for the farmers. It just made more sense. So when we got to actually see the process and how it was made, that's when we made that decision. Like, okay, well, there's definitely better products out there. There's a better way of doing it. Mm -hmm. We have to bring this over here. I couldn't find it anywhere myself. So this is how it started. Oh, and I love that. Like, so did you, did you go and do these travels and do all of this research before even deciding that this was the business that you were going to be diving into? Yeah, wow, definitely. So like, um, I had a little bit of an idea that I, 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 I wanted to bring this type of product over here and not to say that there's not that product here. Like people will like Walmart, for example, has organic. Right. <laughs> but, 
I like, you know what? It's still a way in the right direction. The thing is though, um, there's still a lot more behind the scenes that people just don't realize. So where is that organic cotton coming from? How is it grown? Um, you know, like what's involved, fair trade practices. Uh, honestly, like I always tell people, like look for certifications because the certifications, it will really help them understand that they're getting a better quality product, um, but there's a lot of ethics behind it as well. So like we have our GOT certification, which is the global organic textile standard. It is the highest standard that you can have in our industry. And we have a social, um, we have to keep in mind our social impact, our environmental impact. So there's a lot more, you know, behind the scenes of like where and how the cotton is grown. Our factory is audited randomly, which I love. And, um, you know, a third party comes and we'll do the audits. So then you, we know like somebody's coming out from um, the EU, somebody's coming out from the States. And so we feel better sleeping at night knowing that our product is backed up. Our farmers are taken care of, our textile workers are taken care of. And then you, we, us at the end of the day, we're taken care of, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. it's that whole accountability piece, right? Like that isn't something that we as consumers get to see in most of the products that we're buying, right? Like you're not going and buying something at a big box store and, and yeah. hearing that whole story that you just told of how, this all works and where the accountability comes from and how this actually, you know, there's always a lot of gray area where we as consumers are just used to things being a certain way and like, okay, well, we don't know that and we don't ask the questions, but I think especially in the, in the last few years, like people are asking questions. They want to know where their stuff is coming from. They want to know that their children and their family is sort of yeah. living at the healthiest standard that they can. Well, a lot of things are coming to light as well. And especially after um, the Rana Plaza collapse, that's where I kind of dove in a little bit more because so in school, in nutrition school, crazy that we were even, well, we were talking about farming. That's actually where it all came from is we were talking about conventional farming versus organic farming. And so um, there were clips on textile farming. And so most of our clothes are either made in China or um, made in India. I'm talking about the fabrics produced. I mean, you can get clothing, obviously, handmade here locally, like all that stuff, mm -hmm. sewn here, all that manufactured here. But, but the textile itself is coming from these places because that's where they're grown. It's just easier um, climate wise and all of that. But we had learned about that okay, so if all our clothing is coming, our fabrics are coming from here and large, you know, large chain stores um, produce over there as well, right? So um, there was a really big collapse in the industry, which started the sustainable fashion movement and slow fashion. And so uh, what happened was a building actually collapsed and over 1,100 textile workers were buried under the rubble of this building because um, large, large companies had to meet deadlines in order to, you know, um, have a new fall fashion season, seasonal clothing brand come out, you know, that they could launch their new lines. Um, and so a lot of these um, textile workers 
were working over there and got buried under the rubble once the building collapsed and the, the workers knew they did not want to go in. They knew something was wrong with the building, but, you know, um, the managers were getting pressure from these bigger chains to, to keep producing, keep producing. And, you know, mind you, they probably had no idea what was going on in the building. Had they known, would they have stopped it? We hope so, right? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's just there was pressure coming from from the West, you know, and then um, and then those managers putting pressure on their textile workers, and then this is what happened, and it hit the news, like everybody knew about it. It went worldwide, and that's what started the movement. And when I saw that, it like did something inside of me because I was like, how is this humane? Like, how is this okay to be doing this? And that we don't know about this because we don't ask the questions of about supply chain and like where and how are things made? Where is it coming from? At what cost? I'll get back to the show in just a moment. But listen, if you are a business owner, I want to chat about your content photography, running a business, showing up on social media and all of the hats that we as entrepreneurs wear on a daily basis can be exhausting, energizing and everything in between. Choosing Tammy Zudnik Photography as the photographer for my Celebrating Simple Life brand was the best decision I have made as I've been growing my business. Tammy's ability to capture me exactly the way I wanted to show up in the world is phenomenal. She is a special gift not only to make me feel beautiful and truly seen, but she has captured my business vision in ways I had only dreamed about. Pop over to TammyZudnik.com and check out how branding photography can elevate your business in ways that feel true to you. Because today is a great day to celebrate. All right, friend, back to the show. How then, once you made the decision and you saw the process and understood sort of how this was all going to work, how then did you take that? I think one of the things that we talk about a lot on the podcast in um, even just growing a business mm-hmm. is how when you have an idea like this, like I think a lot of us day to day will have something that stirs us and feeling like um, if you're if you don't own a business, you like have a stirring of like, oh, that might be a cool idea. Or if you do own a business kind of growing and evolving in the things that your business offers or how you operate and how you run things. How, when you got this idea of knowing that you wanted to have your business um, involve sort of healthy, sustainable living in the form of bedding, mm-hmm. and you figure out the system and the process and you've got the all of that sorted out, how then did you kind of take the next step and say, okay, wow, like I live in a city in Canada and I am going to be working with a factory or a manufacturing company like from across the world, how then do I sync that together and create this amazing business that now is known worldwide? Where does that even begin? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I guess, well, once actually having that conversation and meeting with, you know, our factories face-to-face, we were able to come back here knowing that we got to see how things were done, um, that they were totally open and transparent with us. It just started the the chain reaction. It was like, okay. Like I remember actually we were sitting in Spain. We had just met with a manufacturer um, prior to making the decision like, nope, we're going to go with our manufacturers in India because they're more transparent with us. Um, 
they actually took us around, they gave us a tour, um, they gave us a list of all the farms that they work with, like, I, I, it was just after seeing what I saw and, and, and Spain was great too. They were doing things, but they just weren't getting back to us. And so that was kind of troubling me a bit. And I was like, well, if they're not getting back to me on certain questions, then like, I don't know if I want to be able to work with them. Right. And so mm -hmm. I, yeah, I remember sitting in Spain and we placed our order with India, like sitting <laughs> In, in, in a hotel and I I still have the napkin we wrote down like our our first order like on the napkin and we were like Kate we're gonna go with like you know this is what we want to do we want to do a sheet set we want to do duvet covers and then we'll figure out the rest afterwards but then once we came back home it just started like this email interaction um we do a lot of whatsapp calling you know <laughs> so, yeah. um having that I have the owner of our manufacturer like on speed dial like honestly he's amazing to work with um and then um it was also a lot of like a big learning curve too just like okay like now like um customs like getting the product over here um and we did it like the most sustainable way possible as well so not by air um it took three months to get here because it came by boat you know, it came on the ship and then it gets to the port in Vancouver and then um, us having to like either drive over and get it or it just then comes on a train. Like it is. Yeah, it's a process, <laughs> but it's a, process. it's a lot of it's just asking questions, you know, and and calling a lot of different places. Um, and then, you know, one person will tell you like where to go next and then they kind of like start that reaction for you too so um it was a lot of phone calls and a lot of like but we have we have people in all the right places now that now they're just like a phone call away so yeah that's it's so important hey i feel like no matter what business you're starting there's always these like things that just need to be figured out. And I think there's this misconception that that people that have started these businesses and then have then gone on to run successful businesses mm -hmm. that they just had it all figured out from the beginning versus okay. recognizing like all of us are just figuring this out one step at a time, like everybody else. It's like totally. one phone call, one email, meeting the right person, doing this and okay. it just being like, okay. Now we have this. Okay. Now there's 10 more things that need to get figured out. Okay. Now what are we going to do to figure those 10 things out? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about like reaching out within your network and yes. putting things out there because if you keep things within you and you're like, Oh, I, I'm not going to like really talk about this or open up about it, then it doesn't get out there. Right. So the more we share our ideas and, and talk about things, it, could lead to, oh, I know this person or I, yes. I could help with that. Yes. Yes. Honestly, you just nailed it. That is my absolute takeaway to everything in life because I didn't, I feel like that, I mean, business has come a long way. I don't feel like that used to be the mentality and it was sort of like, oh, keep it to yourself. You don't want to let out all of your secrets. You don't want to share information Ooh. with other people. You don't want to tell somebody when you're struggling because then they'll think you're a failure. Like, all of those things I feel like have just come so far. And I feel like the businesses that I am so proud to um, support and proud to sort of call like business colleagues with each other and people like in my life are the ones that are willing to just put themselves out there and say, Hey, you know what this happened? Even if I've been in business for six months, 
to 25, 40, 50 years, however long you've been in business, it doesn't matter. There's always new and evolving things that are happening where we can't do this by ourselves. It's just not a sustainable business model. No, exactly. I agree with you on that. And um, we're still learning. Yes, (laughs) We're still learning, you know, Um, but that's also because once we figured out the betting piece of it, like just you know, we do a lot of research. We educate our consumers a lot. Um, you'll even notice like on social media, there's a lot of educational posts because we really believe that you should be empowered and have the ability to make the decision yourself. And the more knowledge you have, the more capable you are of making those decisions. Um, yeah. So like once we started diving in even more into the research regarding sleep, oh my gosh, I was like, we have to help our consumers even further so now we're carrying all these different products and it's literally the same way we reached out to a company and then they got back to us and it's just you you figure once you've got one part figured out the rest just kind of comes right so totally no so true so what would you say would be a couple of you've addressed a few of these things already but what would you say would be a couple of things in in just, I guess, tips, like I feel like fall always feels like a new year and a new season. And you're kind of like, I, we were even just talking about this as a family this week, like, okay, getting things figured out to just like have our house be more organized. And, you know, it just, it feels like a time for newness, especially after everything we've gone through in the last, um, in the last while with just feeling like our life as we knew it just felt very different. Um, what would be a couple of tips that you would say are kind of just ones that you use for yourself or ones that you guys even talk about in, I I love the education that you guys have on your, on your social channels, because it does feel like that. It doesn't just feel like it's like by our betting. It feels like, Mm -hmm. Hey, make your life better. This is like a way to actually connect with yourself and to slow down. Yes. Totally. So what would be a few health wellness tips that you would say are just kind of easy things that someone would be able to incorporate into their life today in order to just say, you know what, just take this one step. Cause I think we sometimes think that we need to like change 150 things at once. And then it feels too overwhelming and you're like, okay, fine, screw it. I can't do this. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, exactly. Are you talking about more for the home or more like for yourself or? Yeah. In our homes. Like I know the bedding, I mean, the bedding has been life-changing in my bedroom. I absolutely love it. Um, and we'll talk about, we'll talk about my experience of receiving the bedding in a little bit. Um, but yeah, just in our homes, like making them more sustainable and healthy in ways that feel simple and manageable, not like, oh, wow, yeah. throw out everything you've ever known and start oh, again. No. And yeah. honestly, even for me, it was such a slow process. Like, again, it was like, you know, it's usually starts from one thing and then it kind of like starts to like connect the dots and then you start thinking, well, oh, I don't know if I should be eating out of plastic, like something right. like that, mm-hmm. like just, you know, swapping out my Tupperware. That was a really big thing. Like, um, we just went from like, you know, using the plastic Tupperwares to like going into glass, just something simple as that having reusable bags, you know, in, in your, in your home to like go out to the grocery store. So you're not having all these plastic mm-hmm. bags at home. Um, Cause then, you know, that's just, 
you're adding to like waste more more garbage in the landfill that is not going to biodegrade at all plastic just every single piece of plastic that's on this planet is still here and will still right. be here when we are gone every isn't that that's crazy to me. It's mind boggling. <laughs> well, and you know what? I saw this little sign. I was grabbing a coffee the other day at this larger chain of restaurants. And I saw a sign on there because we were talking as a family about straws. I, I love drinking out of a straw and yeah. I struggle with the paper straws. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, but we, we were talking about how, because I think it's easy to just think about things in your own little bubble of like, oh, well, we don't use very many of those and sort of only just thinking about yourself and your own whatever. But when you actually look at this, they had a sign up in this restaurant that said, I think they were switching. They weren't switching to paper because they paper straws because they knew that that was hard for some people to drink out of too. But they had found these like compostable straws that were like made of some other type of material that were natural, that actually composted rather than just stayed as a plastic oh, straw in a landfill. Yeah. And they said, just our chain of restaurants in Canada, not to mention any other locations all over the world, but just in Canada, mm-hmm. we are going to be taking 300 million straws out of the mm-hmm. landfills each year. Jeez. And I was like, 300 million straws each yeah. year, just in our country. Like, I just, that blew my mind because, and my kids too, they were reading this too. And we're like, wow, like we're imagining just sort of the like little items you're using for yourself. And you're like, oh, well, that's not really a big deal on the planet. But when you just multiply that by all of these things, it's amazing. That's one chain of restaurants. That's insane. And and never think that like your one action is not going to make an impact because Mm -hmm. like it's. I, I bet you, okay, so now this type of living, that this slower living lifestyle that we've been doing for eight years now has probably made a massive impact. Well, it definitely has made a massive impact on our health, but I'm talking like even just like from, from the food we consume to like the cleaners we use in our homes like you know like just supporting those small little brands um what an impact it's probably made like um our consumption just Mm -hmm. you know like our everyday consumption I'm sure it's made major changes and then you have a ripple effect you know some you're an example so then your family sees how you're living and then your friends ask questions and Mm -hmm. so you like never think that like your small little action doesn't have a longer impact a bigger impact there's always a bigger impact for sure these little little day-to-day actions but um regarding the plastic i think Definitely that was one switch that we did in our home. Um, the other switch was cleaners as well. Like our air quality is so important. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be indoors, especially with what's been happening in our world, we're more and more at home. So just investing in in pieces in your home that are not off-gassing, like your mattress. Yes. <laughs> um, textiles, like in cushions, curtains, bedding, like that sort of thing but um i just want to go back to the even just the cleaners a little bit like air fresheners synthetic candles that we don't think about like i'm actually burning a 100 beeswax candle right now um for two reasons one is that 
they are super healthy for for us um, and they release negative ions into the air so it actually acts as an air purifier and then you know it gives you like a beautiful like a beautiful ambiance as well yeah it's actually doing something to like the air in my home too right um plants putting more plants in our home like that's that's a a great way um plants obviously have so much a they're therapeutic you know just to see that greenery around you environment um but then again it's like actually helps with your air quality so they're you know helping with like oxygen and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. so there's lots of little things that we could do just um yeah just thinking about like different spaces in our home it's always just starting with like one little corner one little thing and then it just kind of starts to like trickle into other areas Total. And especially where you and I live, we don't even want to talk about the season that is going to be upon us soon called winter, where we can't open our windows for six straight months, right? Like, it's so important to like be able to, yeah, to have those natural things in our homes, because we, I know for myself, like, that is my least favorite season. And I struggle because of all of those reasons, like you're not getting that you're not getting that indoor fresh air or you're not right. getting like these things. And I think that's just so important to try to like find ways to make our home healthy as well as feel like a space that's just good. Even when the seasons around us feel challenging. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, just you sparked a, another thought as you were saying all that because even earlier you were talking just about your environment in general and how it impacts you and affects you when things are cluttered or that sort of thing but colors also have a major impact on us and our energies because colors give off a vibe right like mm-hmm. they, so anything in that neutral zone like if you're in your bedroom space things that are going to be calming to your central nervous system. Why do you think hotels always have white sheets? It's because Mm -hmm. it's super calming to our our central nervous systems. It um, immediately we associate freshness, cleanliness, like that sort of thing as well. So um, things that you don't even think are impacting you in your environment are, you know, just like that. So even just kind of keeping it more neutrals and and earthy and that type of thing so it makes a big difference I love it oh my goodness I love it um what would you say out of the things that you do day to day in your business what inspires you the most about what you get to do oh my god it's definitely connecting with our <laughs> our our customers our people our community like it is when I get people coming up to us um, and telling me the things that that the betting has done for them because of after educating them that they never knew or made the the connection, like um, skin irritations, you know, breathing, the breathability, because now we also offer pillows and, and um, mattress oh. pads, the inserts, you know, and they're all 100% natural and organic, um, literally the wool is coming from Alberta farms and BC farms, and then it's handmade to order here. But like, just when I hear the the connections that people are having with their sleep and, and I get to, I, I help them. Like, it just, it makes me feel like I'm so glad, like I have one person. So I think I did my job. You know? 
Right? Well, so true. And what's interesting is, okay, so you, I was introduced to your company through um, a, a mutual acquaintance of ours. So I did not know you. Um, yeah. I just heard such good things about how amazing your products are and all the stuff. So of course I check it out and I usually like jump to Instagram as like my first place just to like, oh, this is like, you know, just get the feel of what it's like. And as soon as I went there, I was like, oh my goodness, like just looking at your Instagram was calming. It was just oh, so relaxing. And so um we needed new sheets for our bed. And I was like, okay, it just was like, you know, when it's just like kind of one of those right time kind of scenarios too, um, because it is an investment and I want to feel like I'm creating our, like we talked about our home to be a place that feels, I want to feel like I'm on vacation in my home. That's sort of like the, (laughs) the the thing that I come back to sometimes. Cause I'm like, I know vacation is, has a whole nother thing to it. You're on vacation, you're like, you're different. You're maybe in a place you've never been before. And there's like a lot of other reasons why you feel different on vacation. But I was like, how do we bring little touches of this into, into my day-to-day life so that the things that I love don't just happen on vacation. Like if I want to wear a nice plush, cozy robe, I'm going to wear that, not just in my hotel room on vacation. Right. (laughs) And so I ordered this bedding and literally from ordering process to it arriving at my doorstep was such an easy, like such an easy ordering system. It comes to the door and I open it up and I'm like, oh my goodness, the experience of receiving it was also amazing. Like you open it up and I'm going to share the Instagram reel that I made of getting my bedding in my Instagram story. So jump over to celebrating simple life podcast, um, to check that out. Um, cause it was a while ago that I got the bedding, but the reel is up there and it just, even just like opening it up out of the box, the way things were packaged, pulling it out, just like touching it. I was like, you could just tell instantly that this was a special product. It wasn't just like grabbing something from a regular store and like being like, Oh, here's my new sheets. (laughs) You know? Yes. I am so grateful. See, this is exactly the situation. <laughs> I'm. This is the piece that I love is just connecting with and hearing those stories because the way you described how you open up the package and the way it made you feel, that is what we want to do. That is how we want to make people feel. We want them to have an experience. You're not just having this product. You are, it's an experience. And the way the bedding it's it's literally not just investing in like a piece of fabric it is investing in your health it is investing in you're advocating for a better future you're advocating there's just so much more of an impact happening here and I'm just so glad you felt those things when you opened it up because that is exactly what we wanted to portray well and then it's interesting too because I feel like when you invest in something special and you invest in something that you know is doing more than just like it's making our bed more comfortable, it's um, it was a it was a sustainable purchase to to choose this versus something else, and to know that like now climbing into my bed is like an experience every night. I'm like, oh, these are so comfortable, and it makes me want to take care of it better too. Right? These are not mm-hmm. like cheap sheets that I'm like, oh, well, whatever. If they get washed with something else, it doesn't matter. I'm like taking care of them. And like, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's changed my demeanor towards that as well, which is part of the whole process. Right. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. 
So before we wrap up our interview today, I love asking a few questions to learn just a few more little details about you. Mm -hmm. um, you've shared so many beautiful um, little nuggets of wisdom today on, on the show, but I'm going to ask you a few of these questions so that we can uh, make sure that we know all the things before, before we leave today. You ready? Yeah, for sure. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> all right. So fill in the blank. I wish I knew. Oh. oh my God. I think, I think I just have to say, I like, I wish I knew back in the day, I wish I knew what more, what slow living was. And I wish I knew how to really tap in to my own body, like within and listen to that, the little nudges, our intuition and our body is giving us because we all receive them we all know it's like this innate um, feeling or, or vibe that we get, but like, it's, it's actually slowing down and paying attention to those pings. That's kind of like, and then when you listen to those pings, that how it could like take you to the next thing. That's what you're meant for. Oh, I could not agree more. I love that. And I think even when you are somebody that like that I feel so in tune to what mm -hmm. those pings are. It still is something that needs to be reminded of to just take a breath, slow down and actually listen to them. Don't brush them off. Yes. Don't brush mm -hmm. them off. Yes. I agree. How powerful what? they are. Well, yeah, it, it is. It totally is. Um, okay. Number two, yeah. what scares you? Oh, <laughs> the way the world is going right now. <laughs> not gonna lie it's kind of scary <laughs> I don't know what's gonna come of it but that's a whole nother conversation yeah, a whole nother episode but you know what I think that comes back to what you just said like yeah. I feel like there's been so many times in the last like 18 months two years however long where we could literally be living in fear all of the time because there's I stuff know. so front and center um all the time and it's yeah. the noise of it all that yeah. kind of brings that fear, um, grows that fear, right? There's noise and there's so much talk of different things. And I think you're so right. Like being able just to kind of slow that down. And I struggle big time with like living in the moment, but I know for sure that when I am able to sit in a moment and not be thinking, oh, well, but what if this tomorrow, but what if this next year, Yeah. if I can just sit in it, my anxiety and fear can just yeah. dissipate as fast as it can yeah. on. I agree with you so much, Kim. Like it's, it's totally about being in the present moment because you, if you live in the future, then you live in fear and anxiety. If you live in the past, you live in anger, you know? Um, okay. I, I, I really think just being right there in the present moment can dissipate. And I, it's obviously a practice for sure for all of us, I think, to be super present all of the time. And it's hard as a mother or, you know, a parent just not to think about the future of our children and all those mm -hmm. things. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna, uh, you just kind of like re, uh, yeah, just put that back into me again. It's just like, we got to live in the present moment. Well, and you know what? I, the, I had somebody tell me this years ago and I feel like it pertains. I think about it all the time. I've mentioned it on the show numerous times before too, but just this 
in a moment of something, when, when there is something that's fear that's coming up for you, just, I, I try to remind myself of what is the worst case scenario here? Like, what is the actual, like, let's just say it out loud. What am I actually worried is going to happen in this moment? What is making me scared? Am I worried that the world is ending? Am I worried that I'm going to be hurt or die or my something happened to my children? Like, you know, like just actually, and you don't have to be like dark about it, you know, but like going into it and being like, actually, what am I scared of about this? Like, what is the worst case scenario? And I don't know about you, but I found for myself when my daughter was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis, that was already the thing that was in my mind as a parent, as right. one of the worst case scenarios. I had that in my mind from pregnancy throughout raising my kids of, okay, as a parent, one of the things that I'm worried about is that my child might get sick, uh, like have something like health-wise, not just get a cold, but like actually have something health-wise be diagnosed with something yeah. and it happened. And for me, while that was the hardest moment in my life to date, getting that diagnosis, the things that have happened after it have made me so much less scared about other things. Cause I'm like the, one of the worst case scenarios has already happened mm-hmm. and, and I'm still here. I'm okay. Yeah. And she's okay. Even though there are still things that come up, but when I'm sort of reeling and things are coming up with fear about that for me, I remind mm-hmm. myself, like, you know what? I thought that that day the world was going to end too, and it didn't. It it was hard yeah. and really hard and continues to be hard, but we still are putting one foot in front of the other. And all you can do is today, because sitting and worrying about it isn't making tomorrow different anyways. It's just making exactly. today crappy. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm reminding myself as this too. So we'll remember this together now. I Onward know. And upward, facing our fears. <laughs> um okay what is your absolute favorite meal <laughs> this is so hard because I love food so much Me like, too. I would never be able to pick <laughs> I love eating I'm like how am I even gonna... but you know when I really think about it and it and I really come back to it it is having those memories as a child growing up of like when my mom would be cooking mm. so like literally anything my mom makes is the best thing ever. <laughs> it tastes so much better. Homemade meals and and you know that moms are always cooking with love. You know that. <laughs> yes. It's funny. My kids say that to me now too. And I'm like, huh, I'm, I'm the one that you want cooking for you because that's, I'm like, that's so special, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, okay. What was the current or last television show series that you've like binged and are like, can't get enough of? Oh my gosh. Um, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> love it. I, I love it. have binge watched that. Like, I, and you know what? So my husband was watching it and I just kind of like popped in and I'm like, what's happening here? Like, oh, and then it just caught my interest and I like, slowly just kind of moved onto the couch and I I just got so engaged and then I just binge watched it I just couldn't stop and now I'm like way ahead of him in episodes and seasons and everything but such a good show um although it's not the type of business you want to be running I mean from there (laughs) you're watching it for enjoyment not cleaning business tips right (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that one. And then there's um, actually Down to Earth. Um, it's a Netflix docuseries um, with Zac Efron and Dan. Yes. Holy wow. First of all, it took my fix of like, because I've been missing travel so much. Yes. So they literally travel to all these beautiful communities all over the globe. And they are, they are um, showcasing that slower living lifestyle. So I just was like, should we move to Costa Rica? And that's where our son goes to school. Like, you know. Those shows are dangerous for me to watch because oh. I'm like, oh, okay. right, we're throwing our whole life in the garbage and we are yeah. starting fresh somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so good. But honestly, yeah, that that is a fantastic uh, docuseries if anyone wants to binge. That's the I one. I haven't finished it yet. No, you've inspired me. I need to keep going on it because it's so yes. good. So good. Um, what do you keep on your night table? Yeah, I love this question so much. I think I'm going to start asking people this question. It's, it's suiting. I do ask all my guests this, but I was like, this is extra suiting to you with yeah. bedding being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, definitely water. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I keep water because um, when you're sleeping at night, you know our body is detoxing. Your brain acts as a dishwasher at night. So when you wake up in the morning, you want to drink water right away to flush out the toxins that have been, you know, percolating in the system and need to come out. So water, I always, always, always keep on my nightstand for sure. Um, one of our products is our, our sleep spray and our morning yes. spray. Um, yeah, it's just, it's made with uh, sustainable essential oils, um, the scents are so calming, so soothing, um, just kind of actually bringing you back to that present moment. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, we, we, we definitely have that on the nightstand and a book. It was a book. Love it. Just yeah. simple. I love it. Super simple. Yeah. Um, what would you say just in your day-to-day life, what is one or two simple moments that just bring you joy? Oh, my son, like, honestly, like he's in a, in a phase right now where he's kind of mimicking and, and, and caught, like, I'm just in awe when I watch him. I'm just like, wow, like you can really, we have the biggest, uh, we are the role models. We are, you know, have the biggest impact on them. But when he is communicating back with me in his own way and like the little things, like hearing a giggle. Or like yes. um, the cutest thing, you know, the other day, it brings me so much joy. Like I gave him um, a carrot muffin that I had made for him, you know, and he put it in his mouth and he went, mm. oh. And he just went, oh my gosh, like you just brought me so much happiness right now. Yes. It's like, like you can't even, there's my, I'm always up before everybody in our household. Yes. And when my 10 year old daughter who like my kids are like getting older. Like they're not little yeah. littles anymore. And they're like older, but she's still every day when she wakes up, she like listens on my office door to make sure that I'm like not in a meeting or something. And then pops in and just sits on my lap. She's tall. She's like literally yes. like getting tall as almost as tall as Aww. me. And she's like sitting there and I just hug her. And I'm like, yeah, if 
if this was just the last moment that I ever had, like I, my heart just bubbles. It just bubbles. Okay. Like it's just this like feeling. Yeah. Of, this is what it's about. You know, I just could not and love I, you more. I, oh my gosh. You like, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> oh my God, I'm like, I want to go run and hug my son. So bad. Like, right? You're going like, to go hug our kids after we're done. Chatting, you right? hit the nail on the head. I think it's literally just simple moments that have nothing to do with physical items. It's like, feeling the warmth of that person you know the body next to you like those little tiny joyous moments like mm-hmm. oh yeah 100 this has been such a beautiful conversation and I now feel like I need to like do a little analysis of my house and go through it and simplify <laughs> and take things away and just make them calming and I just thank you for sharing your journey and your story and just letting us in into your life and your business and i'm just so grateful to have met you oh thank you so much kim honestly this was such a beautiful conversation this show would not be possible without you my incredible listeners it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to celebrating simple life on apple podcasts or download and listen on spotify google podcasts or wherever you choose to listen if you really want to make my day leave a review these reviews ratings and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show. And if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast is proud to be a member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Conexus. Wellness, however you define it, is achievable. You don't even need to figure it all out yourself. Talk to Conexus. They'll give you guidance, motivation, and the push you need to reach your goals. They've got you. They're your financial partner, and they know you can achieve your very best, your financial best. Prove them right. Start right at Conexus Credit Union.